Welcome to the post Virginia Tech edition. Black Diamond Trophy is ours. So one more, I'm going home and going to bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones recording this action packed episode on Tuesday, September 21st. Which is, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Today's Phil Legg's birthday. Today is Phil Legg's birthday. I forgot oh, to text him. I got to text him. You better text him. I texted yep. him this morning. Yeah. Today's also Bob Huggins' birthday. I know it. Uh, he shares a good birthday. Yeah, he does. So, big day there. Good? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is good. I made that mix from scratch. Did you really? Yeah. And it actually, it is really good. <laughs> is that all you brought? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. You're calling, you're, you're calling back <laughs> I have another thing at home, but I was like, yeah, we're not going to drink that much. You know, we, <laughs> we drank a bottle of wild turkey last show. Did I even put vodka in here? I don't know if you did. I don't know. think I did. Well, I, I just drank the mix. <laughs> Toot your still, own horn over there. <laughs> it's still pretty good, though. Mm. No, it is good. Now, look at that. It's like two layers. Yeah, you might want to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to let that settle. <laughs> I'm going to let that, that, that That top hat's going to burn off what little facial hair I left after I shaved. That's all right. You'll be all right. So tell them what we're drinking. We're drinking Bloody Caesars for two reasons. One, because we're playing Oklahoma's weekend and they stabbed, them in Texas stabbed us all in the back. And two, it might get ugly. It might get a little bloody. Good. Maybe for them. Who knows? Maybe for them. Whoa! 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 Yeah, man came to play today. Hell of a game. Mm-hmm. So I want to lead off real quick, if I may. Last week we did the not the non-sports was was Jason Steele questions, and I gave some stories. And I he quickly reminded me because I told him I said you were bitching because I we don't we talk about you enough. You're the namesake of the show. I said just so you know the non-sports question was about you, and I started relaying you know the stories about him, and he was like. Uh, he said, you mentioned the UVA game. And I don't think I did. Uh-uh, no, you didn't. I don't think I did. <laughs> and basically, that was the Charlotte Bowl in 2 And we mm-hmm. went down there, and the band made fun of us at halftime. Yep. We got our ass kicked on the field. Well, after the game, Jason was leaving the stadium and was very, very liquored up. And I think it was a – I'm pretty sure he said it was a lawyer who was a UVA guy. Uh-huh. And he called Jason a hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Jason said, in no uncertain terms, motherfucker, don't call me a hillbilly. <laughs> he said, no, I'm calling you a hillbilly. And Jason said, only people in my circle can call me a hillbilly. You ain't in my circle, but I will put a circle around your eye. <laughs> Boom. And drop that something on the sidewalk. And I completely forgot about that. So I, I told him, I said, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Hell yeah. off the show. Because that was a... And then, uh, apparently there was a... We got to think about getting called hillbillies. There was a guy... You're talking about... There was an article in the Roanoke Times about how good our fans treated... Uh, if you take fans... They had shirts on, though. The one guy, yeah, is talking about hillbillies. You're from Blacksburg, yeah. fucking Virginia. Yeah, in the middle of a cow you, you literally are yeah. a hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> know the temperature of the room. Oh, God, I'll never forget when I was in D.C. and went to the Georgetown game. We got beat by Georgetown. And we were, we came back on the Metro. And this one fat-ass son of a bitch, he said, yeah, those hillbillies aren't talking a lot of shit now. And I was like, I'm one of those hillbillies. And I was like, look at you. And I just, I talked trash. I was, poor, I was with Nate Miskey, was Wisconsin. And, uh, and, and, uh, um, all the I can't remember his first name right now. Jonathan Lovinches. 
He's from California. Neither one of them, I'm sure, ever been in a fight in their life. Probably not. And they did not want... I talked so much shit that I was like, look at this motherfucker. He probably works at Bird King wearing that old-ass Georgetown jacket talking about us hillbillies. He could barely make... He probably barely made this Metro fee. <laughs> didn't have a lot of backup. Oh, no, it didn't matter. No. I was running enough for all of us. <laughs> That's something that that, uh, that will grind our gears. So yeah, I'm glad still he punched that guy yeah, in the face. Still he knocked him out. Yeah. He knocked him out. So, uh... House cleaning issues before we get into the tag. I don't have a whole lot. Is there anything you want to hit on before we jump in? Oh, outside of this damn spider bite on my fucking forehead won't yeah, go away. Looks, I look like, looks like it hurts. I look like fucking Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. Have you ever seen The Watchmen? I have seen The Watchmen. Yeah, I remember when everybody asked Bill that. Bill says, you get a lot of blue dong. A lot of blue dong in that movie. Well, <laughs> I'm sure Bill paid close attention to that. <laughs> I don't know. Mostly I don't have that big of a blue dong. I was thinking <laughs> also information I could do without. I was thinking more along the lines of vision. I'm going to call you vision. Okay, I can see you that. Got the, you got the mind. I do, I do. I think, man, it's gnarly, man. Yeah. It don't like go it. away. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. So, let's see. This weekend, homecoming. Yeah. I was in the parade. JJ was up for up for homecoming queen. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it, but she had fun. That's good. And uh, I like how they opened up the Oiler Avenue right before the parade, but the parade couldn't go that way because... How about that? I mean... Hey, no, no wait a minute. <laughs> Let me go on record as saying I am thoroughly appreciate appreciative of them not making us go up that hill because I was probably the only son of a bitch in the parade driving a stick. And I haven't driven a stick in probably that six years. Miserable. I never bogged it down. But damn. Yeah. I bet your cows were at a workout. And I'm sitting and then we and then we we go slow, then we speed up a little bit. And we got in the level areas, then we coast a little bit, and I could just, because I, I, I don't like riding the clutch, I just yeah. take foot off, leave it in neutral, right. and just coast. Then we get on a hill, and then people stop, and they'd be like, in the most inopportune times, especially on Jones, <laughs> they stop and let incline right oh, yeah. the chiropractor's office, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, stop, let me take your picture. I'm like, no, I'm in a stick. <laughs> I'm the only fucker in the parade that's in a stick right now. God damn. I mean, it was for a good cause, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And I, I, I would prefer to drive a stick. I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. It's my favorite stick yeah. in the car to vehicle to drive, but it is what it is. Okay, they might win another game. No. Up 41 to 22, and I left at the end of the third quarter, and they lost 44 to 41. Man. Lost. It's a, it's a, it was a weekend of comebacks. Yeah. Things like that, man. Speaking of people who also uh, gave up a comeback, the herd. Yeah. Ooh. I want to see. I, they were up like three scores in the fourth or something like that, weren't they? They were up 38 21. Wow. With like nine minutes to go. Wow. Larry Canterbury had already left. <laughs> oh, no kidding, he really. He was not happy. <laughs> I guarantee you, he was Randall left. It reminds me of that time when they were up in West Virginia and Randall left, and he called us and left all those messages, and didn't realize that they had lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might, might want to wait till the clock strikes zero, bro. Just to be safe. I mean, comebacks, how about our boy Nico? Yeah, that was a hell of a comeback. I mean, man. 18 points in, well, they scored 19 points. They were 18 down with a minute and seven seconds to go. Or a minute and 10 seconds to go. I watched the highlights of that, and, and this is not my sports question. Would you play him right now? I'm like, I'm like, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, and, and you know, people are like, well, they scored on their first drive. And I don't think people realize how good that team they were playing, Bishop really Gorman. They have four. Top 300, not not Division One recruits, four top 300 recruits on their defense alone. I mean, that defense he played against was stout, and his offense line was getting they murdered. Were. They were. were murdered. He was sick. 
and he was uh, he was injured, and uh, he he basically he put him on his back. He carried the end those said, last. He said, "Let's go." When when the, it, it was Pat White against Georgia Tech. That's exactly right. When he when he threw that touchdown pass to made it 24-23, and they're going to go for two. There's a still shot of him puking as he's taking the snap. He okay. pukes as he's he's backing up. He throws up, throws a touchdown pass. Yeah, I'd, I'd put him under center right now. <laughs> Can he get to Norman? Can he get to Norman? Next Saturday? year's going to be interesting if if Deggie comes back. Deggie's not coming back. And it's going to be for If Deggie had any hopes of coming back, that ended Saturday. But we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about that in a minute. But No, Nico's, that was awesome. Yeah. You know what was also awesome? Pitt got beat. I think it was a good weekend. It was. Yeah, we, we beat Virginia Tech. Pitt got beat. <laughs> I think the funniest thing I saw was that thing you sent out where Pitt, Pitt well, there was two oh. funny things. The, the first one was the, the split screen of the stadium. Oh, my God. Where you had Heinz Field, which there may have been 13,000 people there, maybe. If that. And they probably announced 40. Yeah. I mean, if that. And even even their commentary, their, their sports writer was like, it was a sparse crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sparse. sparse crowd. Yeah, in, in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had a guy there on an official visit who committed to Kentucky while he was on a visit to Pitt. Yeah, at halftime. Yeah, that's he great. committed at halftime to Kentucky while he was visiting the Pitt game. Visiting Pitt. That's great. That is fantastic. I, it was funny. Sorry, but looks like there was a gold rush at both places because all you see was those <laughs> yellow chairs. <laughs> Pitt's just big the crowd. They're the worst. How good was the music? The crowd was great. They said it was probably the best for a noon game Early that's atmosphere. ever that's yeah. ever that's ever been. Yeah. So I'm they sure said it, the blue lot was wall to wall. They said you could have walked on top of people. Yeah. From the from the beginning of the blue lot to the stadium. That's how packed it was in there. It looked good. Yeah. It looked good. I hated that we couldn't be there. Me too, man. It, they said there was a line at six fifteen to get, get into the blue lot. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll open till seven. Yeah. There was a line backed up. To get in the blue lot, six fifteen. Right. Yep. All right, so let's jump in. All right. Defense came to play. Defense came to play. Got to stop uh, on the first drive. I mean, they gave up a twenty yard pass, but then they settled down. Yeah, that that screenplay honestly was their best play. It worked for them twice. Yeah. That that, that little throwback screen. Because mm-hmm. I guess you know our pursuit's pretty good, so it's it's a good play. So, it but was. yeah, but our, our they hung it down. Todd Dawson made a couple big plays there. Made a good third down stop. We did. We did. We got the ball back. And then Daggy, I put Doggy. Jimmy calls him Doggy. Hey, it's not inappropriate. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I like the aggressive call on the first play. Sam James had, broke some ankles. I mean, he broke that guy's ankles. Had him. He had him. Had him. I mean, he just had him. Had him and he missed him. Just overthrew him. But, you know, you make all the throws. He can make all the throws. According just to just ask Travis Jones. Yeah, he can make all the throws. He can't. When's the last deep ball he completed? He threw. It depends on what you mean by deep. Uh, the uh, last one I mean that was a full on. They hit somebody throw. in stride. I think it was like the the FS, FCS team we played last year. He hit Wheaton. I think that's the only one I can remember oh, him man. hitting. That's a, a long he pass. Threw, on the there, field. Was a, there was a pass in this game. He hit Sam James on our third yeah, touchdown drive. That, that was that, that was, was a big good, play. That was a good throw. Yeah, that was a good throw. Yeah. Um, but the but I'm talking about like a deep, like straight no, sprint down the field no. or crossing around over the middle. No. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. But luckily, Letty Brown responded with which was it was a great design because they they brought McLaughlin in in, in motion, which which pulled that linebacker over. But, and watching the replay, Nestor and Frazier absolutely sealed the middle. Oh man, Frazier got to that second level. And Letty just so, cut yeah, up the middle he and was he was gone. gone. 
80 yards we got on the board and Kravel's in the game. And then you know, the defense comes back. We get a, I think we get a sack or two on that next possession. Yeah. Get the ball back. And then we got a big face mask penalty on Yates. Mm-hmm. And then Deggy threw the ball into the end zone. And Brandon Wheaton, everyone drank, caught the ball. And we're up 14-0. Five plays. Quick. Five plays. It was, it was the first six minutes of the game. Yeah. We were up 14-0. Yeah. That was not the trend for the rest of the game. No. We scored one touchdown after that. Yeah. <laughs> but let's don't get negative. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's try and keep it going. So uh, I, I did talking about McLaughlin. I think the the we definitely had a better a better performance running the ball, and I think he he played well. We did good. do a lot of of twelve personnel too with Banks. We had two tight ends yeah, in there. Yeah. I don't know that we ever threw the ball when Banks was in the game when they were both in the game. But, but I think McLaughlin being in the game it took I think a lot did of pressure. That one fourth down took a lot of pressure. Like Banks might have, when, when McLaughlin caught the, caught the ball, ball, yeah. Banks might I think, have I think might have Ted Banks was in there yeah. that game, that play. But I think he, when we talked about it, with, with the inconsistencies with our with our tackles, even though Moore played okay, and, and Wildman did all right except on that, that that drive there at the end of the first half. But you can just see when Milan, when the light bulb goes off for Milan, he is going to be a I, beast. I, I think he is, at this point in time, he's much better run blocking. That he has pass ball game because even on that touchdown throw that that Deggy threw to Wheaton, he got yeah, beat. Me. But Deggy got the pass on time. Just opposite later on when Yates gets beat, mm-hmm. Deggy holds that ball just a little bit longer yeah. and then he gets stripped for that yeah. sack yeah. too. Yeah, but but I I think by the middle of October, Milam's going to be the yeah. he's going to be the right tackle. Yeah. There was something you know we forget we talk about how young our offense lines. This is only our sixty second. If you could add all the starts for the entire, even Doug Nestor, we only have 60 set, 62 total starts on offensive line. That's not a lot at all. That's not much at all. Not much at all. But the run games, we had 180 yards rushing. We only gave up 106, which was which was encouraging. Mm-hmm. Deggy started okay. We talked about hitting James down down the field. He did miss Winston Wright. Uh, oh, uh, man, uh, he's uh, open too. Alonzo Adai had a great first half. Alonzo Adai, Porter didn't. Who? Porter, 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 Porter no. no. He was he was personally responsible for that. There's first scoring drive. Yeah. Because he had the late hit, which I was, it wasn't a late it was hit. a bad call. It was a bad call. It was a bad call, but he got the late hit. He had a missed tackle, won a third down yeah. on the running back, and then he gave up third and eight yeah. in the pass series. And then Mahone didn't get his head turned around. Yeah. And, they got and that there. was that was good defense. It was just that guy made a better play than Mahone. Yeah. So under three minutes to go, and I, I was pissed about this. We talked about this Monday, and I listened to Sportsline last night, and of course I got into it a little. I didn't get into it with John Stanley today because he was still pissed off about it. But we got the ball inside the, inside the five yard line. Luddy Brown got us to the two, and the first play, Deggy's in the shotgun, and it was a little bit of an errant snap. Yeah, a little bit to, to the, the right. right. So he. I mean, depending on how you want to look at it, the run play probably, the timing was probably already off by then, I guess, maybe. I don't think Esdell was looking. I think he was just throwing it away. He was. He was, And you could tell. I watched replay again, too. And you could at, He looked at the side. This line. is after we had talked about it. Cause yeah. I, I was like, I, then I was looking for it. And you could tell he was like, he, you could show he was saying the yeah. snap was yeah. low right. So they called the run on that play. Yeah. They so called they, Neil Brown was one of Hoppy's Kirchhoff show. Yeah, that's where I heard it. He called both. Yeah, he called both running. Both of them were both running plays. His second down, he did. I can forgive the first one, even though I, I initially when I thought I said we threw a fade on first down, I was pissed. Yeah, 
And so was so with Brad Allen. On, on second, on second down, if they knew they were going to do an in, if I don't know if it was going to be an RPO, if it was going to be a handoff, it was supposed to be just be a handoff. Either way, that's why Garrett Green's in there for those plays like that. But here's my issue with that play: is one, I blame that that play. That was Milam's fault. I I don't blame it on any player. I don't blame. There is not one player deserves blame for that play. Okay. Two two things are at fault. One, the crowd, because they Never kept yelling "Lady" and they couldn't get the fucking play call in. So if you see it, if you watch it, they barely get the play call in. They're hurrying up, and their defense times the snap because there's only one second left, so we have to snap the ball. Yeah. So their linebackers are rushing because they know we have to. That's how they beat our guys. So one is the end. Neil Brown should have caught that and called. We, you texted me. We should have called timeout because we looked like we were rushed. We were hurried, which we were, because the crowd on offense was fucking cheering, and it was in the student section side, so it's loud. And they, they, I blame that on the crowd. Yeah, Watch that again. We were this way. We went on the student section side. We were That's going, why I keep thinking the video. We were going right. But still, I blame that on the crowd for, for, because they were trying to get the crowd. Well, to, let me ask you this question. And we that didn't, we didn't want to play. We were called. Why were we that late in the play clock getting the playoff? But I, but I think we knew what play. I think we were, they were trying to get the play in, and it got know, and it got in late. You got thirty fucking seconds. To I know, but in. then you got to communicate it to your offensive line because they're in that kind of like shooter hole. So you got to give it to the offensive line. I don't know. What I think I think we were rushed. On the road. Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Well, you, you call timeout. I don't, but yeah. that's the thing. You shouldn't have to do that at home. You, you shouldn't have the crowd being that loud. But my point is, right there, if you're in a shotgun, Deggy is absolutely no threat to run the ball. None. Garrett Green should have been in the game. I agree. I, I, I think that's where Garrett Green's going to help us in the future. Is, is and I hope he does because he, he showed some flashes. And, and to that, with that point, though, Daggy made a good play on third down. We just didn't catch the ball in bounds. That was a nice throw. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. That was a he nice did, throw. He did the most he could. Yeah. He did the most he could. So we had to settle for three. We kick off. They run it back. And Malachi Ruffin saved. A, a, he made a hell of a play. Made a hell of a play. Catching that guy. Yeah, he did. Because then the defense hunkered down again and forced a field goal, and they missed it. And we're up 24 to 7 and a half, getting the ball. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That was the best ever and most unique uses of timeouts I've ever seen. Yeah, we called. We, yeah, we did. We, we iced up like it was a basketball free throw shooter. We did. I mean, we, we, we kept did. calling timeout. At the timeout, they run a play. We call timeout, yep. and it was that was just great use of timeouts. Yep, because <laughs> we had them. Use them. Use them exactly. I thought that was great. Yep. So we're up twenty-four to seven at the half, feeling good. Then the third quarter rolls around. We got the ball, and we did. You could tell immediately we were going to hold the ball. Yeah, we we, 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 we were we, bleeding we, the clock. We were bleeding the clock. Yeah. Which I mean, I know Brown even said it after the game, but I mean, you could see it kind of develop, and I'm sitting here thinking. We're we're not doing any kind of tempo. We're not keeping them off balance. We're letting them kind of get set. And we did get down the field on that first drive, and we stalled and ended up having to kick a field goal. But we ate six and a half minutes off the clock. Yeah, so we're up twenty-seven to seven. They got eight minutes to go. We're, I mean, third quarter's half over. Exactly. It, it seemed like it was like an overcorrection from the Maryland game. We only threw six passes in the second half. We only threw six passes. We we were just trying to. We're trying to get out. We of there. were getting out of there. We're trying to get out. We were getting out. What? But the way our defense was playing, I don't blame them. We we need to go back to the first half and mention something though. Sam James talked about that long catch earlier. He made a great touchdown catch too. He did because he that wasn't a great throw. It was a little bit down to the right. He caught it. I don't remember a drop pass in that game from anybody. No. I don't think there was a drop had pass. A couple bad throws. Yeah, but I don't think we had pass. a drop pass. No, we didn't. Yeah. 
don't think we did. No, yeah, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. No, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He made a hell of a play on that to, to put us up 21-7. So, talking about taking air out of the ball, then, then the defense held. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the first possession that Bartlett, who's on his way to becoming a star, yeah, he is. had one of his three sacks, and we got the ball back. And then I think it, we, we had crossed midfield, and it was third and four, and Yates got absolutely blown up and stripped sack, and we, we turned the ball over. Well, yeah, that was in the fourth. That was right beginning of the fourth. Was that the Yates fourth? Got, yeah. well, that's right. That's third quarter. We had a third and 12. We ran the ball to Mathis for third, on third and 12. That's what it was. But when yeah. they got the ball back, we sacked them, and it was third and 25. And Bondarius yeah. Callen yeah. took an absolutely terrible, terrible angle. angle. If he just keeps it inside, keep him in, that's where he had to help. Exactly. He had two guys inside and let mm-hmm. uh, Burmeister Meisterberger bounce the ball outside, and he got 25 Good. yards on third and 24, and they run the ball off tackle 20 yards for Yeah, the very next play. And the very next play, you can just tell. And they, they said they, they that kind of switched the mentality of the game. Yeah. Was that picking up, then picking up. They picked up three. They didn't pick up. They picked up two. They picked up a third and 24 and a third and seven, third and 18. Yep. And they, they got a first down after having a third and 17 because they got it on the fourth and six that yep. followed that. Yep. So we, there was three times we had them in third. We were better in third and short. We were they way were, better in third <laughs> They short. were better in third and long. We were way better in third and short. <laughs> they said, though, Burmeister is as fast as advertised. He's the fastest guy on the team. They said on the field, you, they said you couldn't really tell by film. Uh, you, and we watched the replay. You could see, man, he beat guys at the corner he a did. lot. He did. A lot. And we got a fast defense. It's we not did. like we got slouches back and there. And I think on that drive that, that Daggy fumbled, they drove down, the defense held them mm-hmm. inside the 10-yard line. That was that was when Bartlett had the sack and the fumble, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then we, I think on the next possession, we went three and out. We kicked it to them. We got a sack on second down. It was third and 18. 18. And I sent you that picture. The right tackle is giving Dante Stills a, a fucking DDT. I mean, he literally is DDT. And what's funny is this is like the, apparently this group of uh, referees were the highest. Uh, they threw the most penalties of any any uh, crew in the ACC that last year and well, they, sure and they improved it, but they they held it that time. That one, good god. Well, and then and then so that was the play that they threw the the uh, the screen or the pass to the inside where the guy broke. Yeah, and Scotty Young quit. He quit on the yeah. fucking play. Yeah, he totally. He's quit. not playing Smith. No, he's I mean he totally. Quit. I couldn't yeah. believe because I was. I went back and I was reading the message boards that, that later that night, early the next day, and they're like, I can't believe Scotty Young on that one play. And I went back and read what he totally let up. Mm-hmm. He came running. He just like it was like at the eight yard line. He just quit. Yeah, and let that guy go in. And next thing you know, it's twenty seven twenty one. Yep. And then we're, and then all the momentum had had totally Gone. switched. So uh, then we get the ball. And I think that was our last drive, next to last drive. It was 27-21. Mm-hmm. We get the ball. Green makes a run. No, we hand off. Then Green has a six-yard run mm-hmm. because it was second and four, which I thought was interesting that he had Green in the game up six yeah. with four or five minutes to go, which kind of sits here and makes you scratch your head because you're sitting here. Everybody's, you always hear, well, Brown doesn't trust Green. Then he puts him on the field in one of the most crucial parts yeah. of the game. And, and he was on the field. We had 35. You forget, and, before and that had, interception, we had 35 and the, Green was on the field. Before the false start. And the fucking false start. And then that led to arguably one of the worst play calls that I can remember. That might be the worst play call and throw. C- combined with execution. That I I watched that play and I, I stopped it. 
and, and looked at it. And not only did they, the one line, the, the, the guy that made the play wasn't the guy that got the interception. It was a, one of the defensive linemen read that play completely. Estelle he said after the back. game, he said they were hollering out, screaming, screaming. They, they read that play yeah. completely. And they just and, it, and that's a play you just throw it away. There you was throw in the middle of the pack. There was nine people I, there. I don't understand because he's not getting the first down. He's not. That's just. Uh, I'll that's, tell you something else I didn't understand or I didn't agree with. Why we 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 were on the field on second down with the clocks running. I, I don't understand why we called timeout right there. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I didn't get that. So you got Green on the field. Snap the ball. Run. The clock continues to run. Cool. You take another 20, 30 seconds off the clock. You don't call a pass play there with Davey. You don't call. I don't think you call a pass play. If nothing else, put Green back there. It's third and nine. He had four carries for twenty-eight yards. He was getting seven yards a pop. Yeah. Let's, anyway. Yeah. Let's. Let, Mate, they had no. They had no timeouts. We were not afraid to run the ball on third down. We no. ran the ball on third and nine or longer at least three times in that second. Oh, half. absolutely. So we were not afraid to run no. on third down. No. So why we threw it there? Why we throw it there? So, uh, I mean, so and I know it was supposed to be a safe pass. But that, when they're reading it, you got to stop that at some point in time. Well, it's like it's, that, that old coach said a long time ago. They said, why don't you throw the ball? He said, because if you throw the ball, there's three things that can happen, and two of them are bad. Right. So, we, if we don't have an interception there, we get an incomplete pass, which helps stop them because the they don't have any timeouts. Exactly. So, run the ball, kick it, make them, make them earn it. Yeah. The way our defense was playing. Yeah. But then they ran it back, and Bryce Ford Wheaton made a hell of a hit, knocking that guy down at the 18, 17-yard mm-hmm. line. Hell, he, he hit not only their play, then he took out Lenny Brown. Yeah. He hit Lenny Brown hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're, Jenny and I are doing I know, yeah. Doing the, I don't some, know if she's needing some bad signals. Either I'm getting ready. We're going to the bullpen, or <laughs> she's getting ready to steal third. I'm not sure what's getting ready to happen. far enough over so she can get out. But anyway. So then they get the ball, and the defense fucking rises up. Yeah, they, they, they gave him first down. They gave him a couple first downs, and they got down first and goal. And it was great. They tried to run up the middle. They, Nothing. They tried to run up the middle again. It was, it was, it was probably an RPO, and Burmeister would have been better off if he'd have kept it. He might have had the edge. But he, and then Dante Stills blows up the third play. To Burmeister's credit, he scrambles and almost completes a pass on in the corner. Down. And on third down. Yeah. And then on fourth down, we talk about how – they read our screenplay. We Apparently, out. we had scouted, and we knew when they came out of that formation. They, three on the right they side. were going yeah. to run the play that they run for yeah. the two point conversion. Yeah. And we were we were in position for they had no chance. Jackie Matthews and, made a hell of a play. Jackie Matthews, and, and also Chandler Samito put a hit on Burmeister right when he threw the ball too. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, the defense. Can, somebody man. said Kevin Stat. Maybe I heard it. I don't think I wrote it down. That if we had, <clears throat> we had. They ran ten plays in that fourth quarter inside the ten yard line, and they only had one that was positive yardage. Well, I think for the game they had. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the same stat, but I think for the game they had eleven or twelve snaps inside the ten. They had. We held them on downs twice, and they missed a field goal. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they got. They we we held them fourth down in the first half. Yeah. That's just like and <clears throat> overall we had ten tackles for loss and six sacks in the games. Our defense. Yeah. Which was pretty impressive. I also I, we, had 30, we had thirteen teams. Outside of third along and penalties, penalties kept that not only Porter in that first touchdown drive. Those penalties kept that. that we, had, we had nine. We had nine. Were killer. We had nine penalties. But otherwise, I think our defense dominated. So it's been six thousand one hundred ninety-five days <laughs> since the Black Diamond Trophy. 
has been in Morgantown, and I got to tell you this, but I, I, I put this down here, my takeaways. The, the first thing I put was, is, is, is doggy dodged a bullet. <laughs> I got to get Phil Leg on the record, I, and I, we, I wished him happy birthday early this morning. I said, well, we dodged a bullet Saturday. He said, we didn't dodge a bullet. It missed its mark because Deggy was the one pulling the trigger. <laughs> Leave it to Phil. That's yeah. pretty damn good. So, I mean, so you got that. And, and here's another question, and I'll, I'm going to pose this to you. This was going to be my sports question, but so – our off, I think our defense. I think we have a top fifteen defense, top twenty. I don't know. We'll see how the we'll corners see. do, but I think our depth on the D line, mm-hmm. Bartlett is encouraging. Because we forgot how good. You know, we we've been talking about Martin and Mesdor and Steels all year, but Jefferson played well. Jefferson played well. Uh, uh, Austin's played fantastic. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, they. Built to play. He's going to get some time. That that freshman's going to play. So. As as limited as we are on offense, and as limited as Daggy is and what he can do, and I, I think you'll start to see Brown's not going to give Green the keys, and I, I get that obviously, but I think Green's role is going to increase. But given what we are on offense, to me, I can't even fathom or begin to understand how Winston Wright has one touch. That that's they. Well, first of all, Cole Daggy missed him. He, there was a slant. Now, no, he missed him twice. If that ball doesn't it, – it, it was tipped, but it was still – probably wasn't going to hit him in stride. But if he catches that – if you watch that replay, he catches that slant, he has – there's a blocker on the inside, that's a touchdown. That's fine. He's gone. But and he was wide open but over they, there. They don't – then we got to get we got to get the ball. Pop passes, gotta do put something. him in the backfield. Exactly. He should have eight to – given our offensive – Ineptitude. Agreed. He has he's to got touch, touch the ball. ball. It's like Tavon's Olsen's freshman year he's got where we wasted his you talent. Got, he's got to get, the got ball. To get him the ball. He's arguably the most explosive kick returner in America. Got to get him the ball. And you know, he has one fucking touch? Yeah. Got to I mean, throw ball. him a screen, throw him, do a uh, toss sweep in yeah. motion. Something. Agreed. Got to get I the ball. I cannot wrap my head around that. I agree. Totally agree. That I was one of my biggest takeaways Me of the too. game, man. I agree. Especially with our, I mean, I thought our offensive line played better. I actually was surprised at how well they played. And and the pro fo- football focus grades bared that out, which I was shocked that four of our top 11 offensive players were offensive linemen, yeah, and, including and, all three tackles. And no, no Frazier. Yeah, Frazier was in that, but Frazier got the offensive, offensive line champion, which makes no sense to me because his three, he had three bad snaps. He did. He had won the green. That was low right. Uh, it was green. That was one pass green through. Yeah, but he had to it, throw it away. But and he he came in the first down. Got a good play on first down. He was going to play that series. Mm-hmm. That's where they get that long thirty nine yard pass. Pass to James. But but that was a bad snap. There was another bad snap. Uh, that that Daggy you know had to recover because it was low right. And well, then on the fade. Yeah, and then the fade. I mean, he was, there were three bad snaps he made that game. That but he was off his line. Was I was surprised he was off the champion. That surprised me too. That surprised me too. But yeah, so Bartlett was a Big 12 player, defensive player of the week. Yeah, Jed Drenning put this uh, tweet out here. In a span of 14 plays yesterday, or Saturday, Bartlett bull rushed the running back for a sack, beat the OT for a strip sack, forced a QB hurry, beat the OT while getting held, forcing the QB to collapse in a Ted Johnson and Jordan Jones for another sack. Yeah, In a span of 14 plays. He had a hell of a game. He did. He had a hell of a game. And i tell you what else I like when you mentioned Jefferson. Uh... Deshaun Stevens, I think, mm-hmm. can make some plays at linebacker. I like yeah, the way he plays. first half, yeah, absolutely. I think Dixon is slowly working himself into the rotation. Kerry Martin played a good game. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Matthews and Porter, so 
you know, all in all, the, I, I thought the defense, they gave up a couple plays. I mean, and, and we had a couple penalties here, but I, I you can't argue with six sacks and no. 13 TFLs. I, I and, put and this three, four, or fourth down stops. Exactly. I wrote this in here. Said so they won the turnover battle and they dominated starting. They, they, they had four, plus 14 on starting field position, but we won the game and it was because of our defense. Yep. I agree. Uh, there's no doubt it's because of our defense. I agree. Yep. One disturbing stat. I don't know if you saw this. Our last five Power Five games, which goes back to last year, obviously not counting the bowl game. In the second half, which is ten quarters, we have one touchdown. Yep. In Brown's career, a review, he's only averaging nine points a game against Power Five conference teams in the second half. Can't do that. We got it. We got work. To you do. can't. We can't do that. We got work to do. Now we didn't have as many possessions this game because mainly we were trying to take the air out of the ball, but. But yeah, that's gotta get. Better. That's gotta get better. Gotta get better. But the bottom line is, we won. We won. I, I, can I can I say something too about the whiny bitches that is the Mountaineer fan base? I was elated that we won the game. I was excited and I was happy that we won the game. We fucking beat Virginia Tech, and then the next day, it, reading articles, it was like we had lost the game somehow, but still managed to get a W. Like somehow we had lost the game. I understand. I know you said you know, it was more relief than anything I else. I was relieved. That but relieved. you know what? Against Virginia Tech in 2002, it took two fucking goal line stands to win that game. Against Georgia, if we don't get a fake punt, we lose that game. But you know what we remember? We don't remember that shit. We don't talk about that shit. You know what we talk about? We fucking won the game. We do, but Jared Nagy wasn't the quarterback on either one. Exactly, but but <laughs> we won the that's game. You, that yeah. that black diamond trophy is in our house. Can we not celebrate it for a little bit? Which I bitching and moaning. I mean, my we God, celebrate it Saturday night. Uh, and then so Sunday tired. night or Tuesday, you go back and look and see. I mean, I was out. I, I was glad we won. I was relieved that we won. But quite honestly, and I don't know if Neil Brown realizes this. I watched his post game press conference. I don't know if he realizes how close he came to losing this fucking fan base yeah. Saturday. Yeah, exactly. But you tell you what, we talk about what ifs, like we had that interception. But they had, they they got lucky on the third and twenty four. They got lucky in the second half on a, a third and eighteen. They got they got lucky on a four and six. It was just a good play and catch. That ball if that ball was dropped, it's done. I mean, they got luck just as much to get back in the game as as the, we did losing it too. We we deserve to win. Yeah, we deserve to win. I, I we, we were deserve. the better team. I told you going the game. We were a better team. They just had the better quarterback. And, and that's going to be – I think it's going to be – uh, Other than Kansas, every game we play. Every game we play, that's probably what's, that's what's going to be. Well, we're going to have a better team than Oklahoma. But but I think we have a better team <laughs> in general. You need another drink. But I don't we don't have a better team in general. Oh, I thought you said you, we do. I thought you no, 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 no. Joking. We don't have a better team than, than Oklahoma overall. I don't know. Maybe we do. Uh, no. Maybe no. we do. No, talent-wise, no. I don't in know. a couple years, yeah. Too bad we won't be playing them. Two years from now, man, we're gonna be good. Yeah. I know. Looking down, I know it's always next year, but two years from now, when that offensive line well, is all right. juniors and yeah, seniors, they're gonna be all right. Look out. They're gonna be all right. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to say, everybody, shut the fuck up and put wine in about last week and just enjoy the victory. Well, I mean, it's. I read that too, and I think it, there's a there's a middle ground in there somewhere. I think it's it's partially because we've been so. I don't want to say irrelevant, but we've been muddling through for so long, and I think everybody can agree we should have put that fucking game away. We should, but let me let me say, let me have another stat here before we before we move on to Oklahoma. Did you know that we that's the first non that first ranked 
non-conference we've won. Non-conference game, first ranked non-conference game that we won since 2004. Who the hell we beat? Maryland. Right they were ranked 2004. That's the last time I beat a non-conference opponent that was ranked. So can we just enjoy the fucking moment? Auburn won ranked when we beat them in 08. Well, how many times have we played a ranked non-conference? Uh, maybe not that many, but we haven't won any. I'd be curious to learn that. Yeah. I was happy. I yeah. wasn't pleased with the way we, we we damn near fucked it up, and it was hard to ignore that. But I was I was glad we won. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I was overly – I didn't think we won the fucking Super Bowl, but I was glad we, we survived, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, but that's thing it's – and maybe it's – I don't get it because people forget we were up 28-7 on Georgia. And if it wasn't for that fake punt that gets it, we lose that game too. You know, <laughs> things happen in games. Enjoy the victory. That's all I'm saying. They do. But if we, it wasn't we, for four turnovers against Maryland, we're three and up. I mean, let's. But it's always what if in this. I know. So that's, that guy's our quarterback, man. It's I, hard to get. We yeah, gotta, it, we but it is what it is. Just, we and we won with him. That should make it no, even better. We won in spite of it. it. Well, that should make it even better. <laughs> we won I mean, we won the game. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But I, I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm all I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the Ivy Taylor. Can we get a positive side of Ivy don't even know what fucking channel the game's on. <laughs> all right, Oklahoma. Oklahoma this week. Lincoln Riley is forty eight and eight. They've made three playoff appearances. They're three and four in the polls, depending on which poll you look at. Mm. They beat Tulane forty thirty five, Western Carolina seventy six nothing, Nebraska twenty three sixteen. They're averaging forty six points a game, only giving up seventeen, which those numbers are obviously skewed with that middle game. We all know about Spencer Rattler, Kennedy Brooks, Marvin Mims, Jordan Hazleton. They probably have the best wide receivers we'll face all year and maybe the best wide receiving core in the country. They're 49% on third down. Defensively, Isaiah Thomas, Nick Benino, and Pat Fields. Are their, and they had three defensive linemen, I think, out of the four. Dante Stills being the fourth on the preseason all Big 12 first team. Yeah. So they've got players, obviously. We don't need to get too far into that. Peeled back some of the stats from their games. Tulane game. Tulane had 396 yards, Oklahoma had 430, and Tulane had the ball driving, yeah. and, and Oklahoma stopped them at the end. Nebraska, this one. I, I get Nebraska. That, that's a head scratch. I put, I put money on Oklahoma. I thought for sure Oklahoma was going to cover that. Total yards, Oklahoma had 408, Nebraska had 384. Now, the, Nebraska only had 95 yards rushing. Oklahoma had 194. Oklahoma had five sacks, Nebraska didn't have any. And uh, is it Taylor? Adrian Martinez, I think, is the breast score, who I think is terrible. 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 He was 19 of 25 for 289, but he had 17 carries for 34 yards. So he had two yards of carry. So in their three, I'm sure a lot of sacks were in there. Their three games, they're only giving up 2.58 yards per, uh, per pop. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be a tall task. You got Fowler and Herb Street on the call, who we never do well when they're calling. No, the we never do well when they're calling the game. We're 0-8 against Oklahoma in the league, outscored by an average of 47 to 30. I went back and looked turnovers. The first two years we were even, which surprised me because the first year in Morgantown that shootout when Tavon went off, we both had two turnovers. The second year when we went down there and only lost 16 to 7, we each had four turnovers. Good lord. So we were dead even after the two those two games. That was the last game I watched over at Tony and Teresa's. Oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> game. Yeah. So that was a big game at least. For the eight eight games we've played them in the league, we've had twenty two turnovers, they've had twelve. That's ridiculous. So I mean you And we're on the same path this year. And yeah. we've had six turnovers, our opponents have had one. Well you gotta figure on paper, well not just on paper, in real life, there's a huge gap, obviously, talent wise. 
So you can't do anything to give them any more of an advantage than they already have. Right. Which is what we apparently have done yes. every time we play. That's exactly right. We've got blown out for a couple times. So we can't do that Saturday. No, we, the, the whole thing, and I think you're going to see a lot of small, try to keep the ball out of their hands, try to as best we can. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll see if that happens. I, I am encouraged that their defense isn't as good as it was touted so far. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, their defense was not as as stringent as it was made out to be preseason. So far, yeah. <laughs> so, but they what, got a lot of talent back there. I was there. listening to Sportsline Sunday, and Greg Hunter said that he saw some spots where their fans. You're talking about our fans. Good. Their fans are calling for the backup quarterback. He's got he's got a 75 percent completion rate, and they're calling for the backup quarterback. He's a five star recruit. 75 percent completion rate, and all. Now, I heard Brad Howe say that one of the reasons that that they're kind of calling for him now because last year, he had, the PFF Pro Football Focus grades people on a 100-point scale. He was 92% like, on deep balls, Mother. his grade was. 92% or 95, something like that. And right this year, he's like 45. So he's not hitting the deep ball as much this year. So they're not having those, So they have to drive the ball. They're not hitting big plays. Mm-hmm. So that's how we lead the the Big Twelve in twenty yard plays, yeah, which is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But uh, um, but that still they 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 still are averaging thirty points a game. Right. That they're, they're the good. defense they're is what's been really they're the good. issue. I don't think this is a a game that we're gonna. I think we'll show up to play. And quite honestly, we're playing with house money. We're playing with house money. And this is the game that Oklahoma tends to lose every year. They lose that one game. Who was it last year they lost at, the, at home to? K-State. Yeah. Iowa State. Something like that. K-State. K-State. Yeah. This is the game that they, they tend to look they look beyond, and they could. I think they play Kansas State next week, who I think is ranked. They are. Yeah, I think bad going for us is that it's a primetime game. So that, sure well, that, and then they, they have been hearing all week about uh-huh. how shitty their game was it's, against Nebraska. Nebraska, exactly. That's the only thing so, that makes me that, 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 that is not good for us. No. But – so, so what's your what's your thoughts? What's your uh, score? I want to ask you one question first because it was going to be my sports question, but I changed it. Uh-oh. What's more likely that we win Saturday or Greg, Gary Green gets one start before the end of the year? What's more likely? Uh-huh. Garrett Green gets one more start. I think it might be this weekend. Really? I think we might come out with him starting just a and just. Oh, you, oh you, so you think it is going to be him starting? Is more likely. Okay. I think he might come out and start really? this weekend just as a little mix-up right off the bat. Maybe either like a two-pack set. Because you see, there was one play that he kept the ball. No, it was a quarterback draw. But it was Winston Wright in the backfield. They pulled Winston Wright up in the backfield. It was Lenny Brown and left Winston Wright. Yeah, and he was lined up right as a running back. There's some plays going to come out of that. I hope so. And Parker said today that they – I, th- I thought actually they, they put Gary Green in in the perfect situations. He only had to come in, he was doing quarterback draws and basically read options, mm-hmm. which was perfect. And I think they're going to s- slowly expand. They're go- you're going to see some pop passes out of that. You're going to see some, some varieties of plays. Let's face it, we should never run another trick play. We tried to run that play at Isdale, totally blew up. So to piggyback off of that, <laughs> don't you think, based on everything you just said, which I agree with, don't you think he should have attempted more than three passes against fucking Long Island? I think he was supposed to. From what I understand, he... No, I, but I think he should have attempted more he, than three. He was supposed to throw the ball more. 
the the play, the, the the calls that but, were made but, in the but, field. But, I mean, but, the, but he took off running. Well, but but they but they 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 played Daggy more than they should have in that game. They did play Daggy, and they gave up on Green more quicker than they should have. But the, Goose isn't playing this year. No, no, he's Goose, not playing. No, no. He, the, the drive or two he got in there to yeah. throw two or three passes. They didn't need. It. Garrett Green needed to throw the ball eight to ten. And, times I, I, and from what I understand and what I read, that was some of the frustration that Brown and them had with Gary after that game was that he was supposed to throw the ball a He few was, times. but when I went back and rewatched it, when he ran, he needed to fucking run. Yeah, but, but he just dropped back and ran. I mean, it's no, just... he dropped back and looked, and when the guy wasn't there, he took off running. Guess what? That's what Pat White did. Well, I, no, no, he's, he's, he's not. But he's that, not. No, he's not Pat White, but that's what they were talking about today. They said, well, he doesn't go through his progressions, and they were like, well, neither did Pat White. That, yeah, no, Pat White, White ran too, exactly. But, was, it, but he's no Pat White. That, no, I'm, I'm not saying he's Pat White. I'm saying he doesn't necessarily. Pat, Pat White on Louisville draws back a pass, runs, goes for 50 yards, three touchdowns. Gary Green's going to draw back. He's going to get 10, 15 yards. He, he's not Pat White. Yeah. I'm not saying he's Pat White. Yeah. What I'm saying is is he doesn't necessarily – Deggie goes through his progressions and fucks up is my point. Oh, yeah. I don't agree That's with that. That's the only thing I just don't – I think – I think – you go see. I, I think they're going to gradually. Parker said, "Now it's a matter of making it more. It's a matter of making it more natural. The flow of coming in and out and, and letting Deggy and then switch out roles, and that's going to grow, get better and better. I think you're going to see him. I think by the end of the year, he's going to play 47 of the snaps. I do believe that. He probably should. Yeah, I do believe that. I think it's. But they're going to they're going to grow him into that role. They they talked about how they were recruiting him at Troy because they saw the talent that he had. But they knew that there was a long, there was a long way to go before he was going to be a starting quarterback. He's a he was not supposed to be a starting quarterback this year. That was not in the plan. No. But they sucks. Which so they have which, got no choice but the play. Which makes you wonder if they knew that and they knew Daggy sucks. Why didn't we try to? Or maybe we did try to get a transfer. I think we tried to keep Kendall. I think that's the reason why they they made an open maybe competition last year. Maybe we did. And we, and we missed Kendall. If it wasn't for a, a fluke play at the end of Louisiana uh, Tech SMU game this year. Kendall's got a winning record now, playing really well. Yeah. So, so. All right, what's your score? So I thought about this today. I think I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose thirty-seven twenty. But <laughs> is that what you have? Thirty-eight twenty. Thirty-eight twenty. But I do think we can win, and I, I do like the fact that that if they do score a lot, that means they got to kick the wins the right a lot. So I bet you, I won't be surprised if we have a special teams big play or a touchdown for Mr. Wright. Um, but I did something that you would never normally do. What's that? I took five dollars and bet, put us on the money line. We're plus five fifty. <laughs> hey. So if we win outright, hey. <laughs> I ain't no problem with that bet. Yeah. So no I did it because no, I, I do think even though I'm going to pick us to lose, I think we hold it close. I think we're we're within. A touchdown in the fourth quarter, and they scored two in the fourth. We just we we, we just I, went out of gas. I have seen absolutely nothing from this offense that tells me <laughs> that we can score more than 20, 25 points. Yeah, exactly. I just don't. I don't either. I mean, the numbers uh, bear it out. The numbers bear it out, and we're just not going to. We're not going. Their to defense, even though they haven't played great this year, is still pretty good. And we're going to have a, a turnover or a stupid ass penalty. Right, exactly. I think our defense once again is going to play their asses off. Which, by the way, both Neil Brown and Jarrett Daggy. Should take everybody on that fucking defensive staff out to dinner every fucking <laughs> night this week because they saved both their fucking asses last week. But yeah, I, I got thirty-eight twenty. That's that's what I said. All right, there you but I think go. I think we're bad. All right, all right, we were over. We we ran us almost the whole show in the first series. <laughs>
We'll and we have, we have still not talked about a Big 12 expansion yet. Mm. We're going to save that for every season. <laughs> not now. Right. Take a break. Come back. Welcome back to one more and I'm going home and going to bed. Yeah, we may never talk about Big 12 expansion. I don't no, think. No, not looking good. <laughs> not looking good. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. So, we got, I kind of touched on it earlier. I've been watching. I don't know if you've been watching the Marvel series. What if? I've not. You've got to watch them. They're good. Last week with the zombies. Two weeks ago with the zombies was fantastic. Um, Wait, is this non-sports or sports? This is sports. Okay. So what's your... They did, we had a what-if moment. We don't stop there on fourth down. What are some of your big what-if moments in WU sports history? What if we what? take the safety against Miami? Yeah, exactly. What the punt block? We, what if we don't blitz against Miami in 03? What if we tackle Michael Vick? What if Charles Fisher recovers the second half kickoff against Ohio? Our sports question is the fucking same. What? <laughs> I mean, it pretty much because my question is, what's the biggest boneheaded play in WU sports? <laughs> I mean, they coincide yeah. with each other. But but there's also good on the what ifs. What if we don't, you know, fake putt? You know, what if they stop that fake putt against Georgia and win no, no, that no. game? My, I said, what if... I know what I'm saying, but mine oh. was... Now I could go both ways. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The most, but the, the fake putt's got to be... Or the Mike Vick. The Mike Vick run out of bounds still befuddles me to this day because Barry Green never stopped for anybody. Yeah. He hit everybody late. Him and Shannon Washington. And, <laughs> and then there's also... Uh, Jimmy, Gary, boy, Jimmy Gary's fumble against South Carolina. Oh, game. Yes, or Perkins. Uh, Steve Perkins hit Eric Perkins. Eric yeah, that's gets, on here. <laughs> that Every might, one of those is written down. Right the, here. the biggest, though, the biggest what if moment that I can think of in WVU sports history is without a doubt. SB07. No. No. You know, it's if what if Major Harris doesn't separate his shoulder or a third play of the game against Notre Dame? Because well, if he does it, we win that game. Maybe but we well, were a better team. But the thing people forget about that game, Daryl Whitmore broke his collarbone against Syracuse. Mm. And I think that hurt us too in that game. It did, but I still think we win. If Major Harris doesn't separate his shoulder on the third play, we all all offense was built around him that day. We all the entire game plan was built around him, and, and he separated his shoulder in the third play of the game. Sure did. And so it, that was, I think, is my biggest. What if moments of the sports history? Oh, I wish you wouldn't have said that because mine would be if, if we'd have actually fucking shown up against Pitt in 07, we'd have yeah. won a national championship because we were going to beat LSU's ass or Ohio State's ass. Yeah. We, we showed that in the Oklahoma game, the, the next in the bowl game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I have never seen a bigger, tight, tight ass team. Uh, and, and, and sometimes you reflect your coach, and you could tell Rodriguez was nervous. We didn't, you know, we came out when he came out and, and, when he started taking jobs, we will play with our hair on fire, and he totally abandoned that. We played so conservative that game, it wasn't even funny. Pat White got hurt. Patty McMahon, well, we don't need to relive it. Yeah. No, our sports questions were about, that was mine. Biggest, they coincide. Yeah, and another big what-if moment I think people don't uh, remember, it was what if in the NCAA tournament, we don't get in the same bracket as Villanova. That year that uh, when Jay when Javon we when Javon Carter senior, I I think I think we go to the final four that year. We're back Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. Same year. Yeah, or, or I mean it's not same, same year. year. Two years before. Two years before that. that. If we don't get in that bracket, we're in the final four. We've had three final fours under Bob Huggins. Yep. If we're not in those brackets. Yeah. So there's a lot of what ifs. So we, people think of the, of the negative what ifs, but there's positive what ifs too. When which is I like would the say Georgia what Dash- game. What if Deshaun didn't go down? We were down 13 when he got hurt. We, yeah, he was, we were already down 13. We, we weren't going to win that yeah, game. Yeah, we weren't going to win that game. 
Uh, they're fucking, there's two tall white boy brothers at the best games of their freaking life. I don't think they missed a three that game either. Their entire team. John Shire, Kyle mm-hmm. Sagler, Noel, whatever his name was. Uh, that's frustrating. All right, non-sports. You want to go first or you want me to? Good. So today's Phil Egg's birthday. Let's do some Phil Egg stories. <laughs> you got more than I do because he and I got to be careful here. And I didn't ask him because I, I mean he's not yeah. gonna listen to this shit. We'll try to keep it. We'll try he's to keep it. He's not gonna listen to this. But there's only there's a couple moments that just kind of stuck out in my head. You lived with him for a year or two, so you have more than I do. But one of my one of my favorite memories was when we went to Texas, and we got down there Friday, <laughs> and. You know, Phil has been off the scene for a while. Yeah, he is. And, and and we went we went bar hopping, and we're ordering beers, and he's right there with us. And I I think both of us on separate occasions warned him. Yeah, don't try to keep don't up with try us. Try to keep up with us because you, you've been out of the game. Yeah, for we're a while. seasoned at this point in time. Yeah, he, I think he was in bed all day today. He day. he barely made it to the game. Yeah, I mean he barely made it to the game. And then we won. I jumped on his back. <laughs> <laughs> And then that well, night, then, then, no, well, it was the next night. <laughs> the next night, was Sunday it was night. Sunday night, we were supposed to leave. They, they were, they went they were toward asleep. Austin oh, that were, day, while yeah. me and you went toward the house. <laughs> and we come rolling in at two fifteen, and went into him and Lori's room. They could have been mid coitus. We didn't give a fuck. When they're jumping up and down. I don't know. I was like, "Where's my bell?" Lori's like, "It's in our room." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Regrettably, it's right near me. We got in at two thirty. Had to get up at four. Oh my god! Oh, that <laughs> my favorite Phil Lake story. And it's I don't know. It's no drinking story like that. There, there, I mean, there's always a good one like where he was carrying that pink lemonade, which is my thought about profile that. picture. And there's time he was real mad uh, about uh, some girls in, in high school when he punched the he punched the locker room door. <laughs> but my favorite story of him. Is when I was living in D.C. and I used to go stay with him and Lori, and this is when he and Preston and uh, and Cade and I I would stay there before the games. I'd go, you know, we'd go watch the games together. So the view football games. So I'm driving and I didn't have service from right outside of D.C. all the way to uh, I got to like Frostburg, Maryland. So I didn't have I didn't have any service in between there. So I got I got there and I finally got service. So I call him. I'm like I'm like, hey man, I'll be there in a little bit. He's like, all right, man. Hurry up, I got something to tell you. So I got off the phone, and I was like, fuck, man. I was like, is somebody hurt? What's going on? I was like, sales, <laughs> get there. I and I was, I walked in, I'm like, hey, man, what's the, are they okay? He's like, oh, he's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob. <laughs> exactly, it was like Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, he's pregnant. <laughs> Come on, Winnie the Pooh. And they ended up being twins, which yeah. made it even better. Yeah. I will never forget that my entire life. I was so nervous about like the last twenty minutes of that yeah, trip. Like, I didn't know what was wrong, yeah. and it was Lori's pregnant. Lori's pregnant. <laughs> That's one I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> my entire life without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you got? All right, so uh, this is weird because I thought you might ask questions on this thing. This weekend was homecoming. Mm-hmm. Your daughter went. She wore uh, not enough clothes. I want to say, seeing the pictures that I saw, we'll have a conversation about with her about that. Do you remember any uh, of your homecoming stories or anything from homecoming that you can remember? Homecoming stories. Uh-huh. Ooh. I remember two stories from homecoming. So I like to think about it. One was when I was a junior. When you were a junior, you decorated for homecoming. Yeah. So we, 
We were decorating. Me and they sent me and Mark Moon to go get drunk. Go was get it homecoming done. or prom? Maybe we were, maybe it was prom that we. Because yeah. I remember decorating. Because I got not, I got fucked into being the junior class president because at sophomore year <laughs> I'm, I'm interrupting you. That's I apologize. Right. I ran for vice president's junior class. Mm-hmm. I won. Jackie Vargo ran for president. Uh-huh. She won. She went to North South Carolina to go to private school. So you got moved. So I got elevated. Guess what the president of the junior class has to do? Decorate for Decorate prom. Decorate for prom. <laughs> or organize the fucking prom. Maybe you're right. Maybe that was prom that, that me and Mark had to go to the band room. So I'll save that for a prom. But I'll never forget the, the one coming dance. I think it was my junior year, too. And... I, you know, you wear those tuxedos or, you know, there's, there's, there's dress up, you know, shirts. It wasn't a tuxedo, but, uh, you know, I don't have a suit, so I rented a suit. It was like $90. And I slid in the floor of the, uh, going across, I was like, like, uh, uh, shit, what's that movie? Uh, Footloose, you know, they slide. Yeah, yeah I tore big holes in those pants. Right. I, had to, <laughs> I didn't have a Footloose moment. <laughs> We tailgated before homecoming my junior and senior year. And I think, actually, you know what? Now that I think, I think I got asked to leave. Did you really? I did. What teacher asked you to leave? Do you remember? That's a good question. <laughs> that probably has to be one of the best homecoming memories that I have is that I got asked to leave the homecoming dance. <laughs> because the snowball my senior year, me and Leslie Warren were, I was snowball king. But homecoming... No, because we had drank before, and we got asked, yeah, they said, you guys have been drinking, y'all need to get out of here. <laughs> and I think, because I think back then, when you went to, I'm not misremembering this, but I think we used to, when we did the football game, did we used to turn around and go right to the dance? No. Or was that, the, that's when they had the jeans dances. That was the jeans dances. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Because I don't think that football, the, the dances were right after the game. You know, it might have, because let's face it, when I was a senior, we sucked. I don't think we won a game. So. We didn't win a game my senior year. And they probably aren't going to win one this year, too. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, that's probably it. I got thrown out of homecoming. And I don't remember what I did. Kind of like chips a lot of times on a Saturday night. I'll never forget. The the, the best thing about homecoming was is going to go decorate for those uh, the floats and not actually doing any work. I, I don't think I ever did any work while I was at those homecoming decorations. Subcontracting. I, I would sit there. That's because all the and, girls love that shit, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'd be mean, shooting basketball. Yeah, and yeah, shooting basketball, chugging yeah. beer, yeah. smoking nobody, weed. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's doing any work on that float. You guys coming, I'm like, <coughs> I don't, I don't <coughs> yeah, right remember there. any float we made. I mean, I honestly don't remember any float that we made. They didn't have floats. Of course, granted, you know, they're talking about a century ago when I was in high school. It was a long time ago. So it was, <laughs> it's been a while. They, they just, just started having running water. Bobby doesn't remember he was in high school. So <laughs> I guarantee if it was on TV, you don't know what fucking channel it was on. Was that Noel Devine? God. <laughs> he makes it too easy. That's your boy. He makes it too easy. All right, man. So am I going to win some money this weekend? Yes, you are. No. Oh. a rich man this weekend. All right, we'll find out. All right, man. Well, one more and I'm going home, going to bed. One more and I'm going home, going to bed. <laughs>